You're listening to Outside by Design, a podcast about the business of creativity in the outdoor industry. This podcast is brought to you by Wheelie, a creative agency for people who thrive outside. We help connect people with themselves, each other, and the natural world through communication and creative work that makes people feel feelings and take action. Basically, we're all about making marketing that matters. This is our podcast about leveling up yourself, your brand, and your community through powerful creative work. Hello, outdoor industry friends. Welcome back to another episode of Outside by Design. I'm Iris, and Lisa is off on a much-needed vacation this week, so it's just me on the intro. Uh, but we're staying super busy around here at Wheelie. We're working on tons of video projects, enjoying the very last bits of summer as it slowly slips away here into fall, but that's okay because we love fall mountain biking and the anticipation of ski season on its way. This week, we have AJ Wiley on the show. He is a illustrator and designer, and you might have seen him on ajwiley.design on Instagram. And he just launched an outdoor apparel brand called Kuma Wave with his brother, Justin. And you can check them out at kumawave.com or on Instagram at kumawavebrand. So AJ is here on the show to talk with Lisa about the characters that he creates, the wonderful animals that he creates, um, his inspiration, the skills that he has that make him effective as a designer, his goal with opening Kuma Wave, and how TikTok led him to blow up on Instagram. So this is a great episode, especially for all of those designers and illustrators out there. So listen in. AJ, thank you so much for being here today on Outside by Design. Yeah, no problem. I'm super stoked to chat and, you know, just have fun. Yeah. The, the very first question we ask everyone is to describe where they are in the world and what they are looking at. Um, so I am in Lincoln, Nebraska right now. Uh, kind of grown up here my entire life. And uh, right now I'm in a, a house with three other dudes. I just graduated college and uh, I essentially have my bedroom and my office space in the same area. So I'm mm-hmm. um, staring at you know the wall so (laughs) (laughs) cool and uh before we started recording you mentioned that you are going through kind of a hectic morning um Mm -hmm. let's talk about that what's going on for you yeah so uh, for anyone who's not listening or doesn't know about my brand who's listening uh i just launched a brand called kuma wave it's an outdoor apparel brand and um it's me and my brother uh, being co-founders, kind of, uh, you know, leading the ship. And, you know, there, there was a lot of process into starting this brand. And it, it's a unique situation because as a designer, I've been selling products and, you know, stickers and shirts and stuff for a couple of years now. And essentially what we're doing is just adding a brand name to it um, to make it, you know, seem more official. Uh, so essentially there's you know, other, other details we have to run through. Uh, we launched a completely new website, you know, we launched six different apparel products and seven stickers. And, um, the, the hectic part of my morning was actually, uh, I probably should be sharing this, but, um, 
we had to change the color of a sweatshirt uh, probably about an hour ago. <laughs> so I had to, to talk on the phone with my screen printer and, um, you know, figure out because there's issues with, you know, having enough stock and inventory for us to order because we don't want to sell too much and not have enough. Um, and then I had to essentially mock up in Photoshop the right color. And, you know, there's a few graphics that went on earlier and we had an email list. And so, you know, we, we had to run through a lot of details, uh, very, very last minute, but, um, you know, <laughs> I'm a believer that everything will work out. So that, that's where we're at. That's exciting. Making it happen. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying. <laughs> yeah. And so tell me kind of what the name Kuma Wave means to you. So Kuma Wave, um, I was born in Japan along with my brother. We're half Japanese. My mom's Japanese. And if you see my page, you'll see, you know, Japanese kind of scattered throughout my designs. And it really wasn't until recently where I started doing that. Um, But Kuma is bear in Japanese. And, you know, I think a bear really signifies my brand. And, you know, I've, I've used so many bears in my work. And uh, we were looking through uh, different ways of, you know, naming the brand. And what really clicked for me and my brother Justin was that, you know, we we will literally make the name of this brand half Japanese, half American. So, you know, the beginning is Kuma. Just uh, bear, and then you know, wave, which is English. <laughs> so mm-hmm. that's kind of the thought that went into that. And then we also were just like, "Dang, this sounds dope!" So you know, let's use it, kind of thing. I love that. So it's Kuma is bear in Japanese, and wave mm-hmm. in English. Bear wave, mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. Very yeah, cool. I'm, I'm stoked. Yeah, and I love the logo. I love how the K turns into a mountain. Thank you. Thank you. You know, simple. Well done. Well, you know, I, I always joke that, you know, I literally throw mountains on everything. Um, you know, people are like, oh, you're so creative. And I'm always just like, I literally just find someone, put a mountain on it. And, you know, people think it's creative. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I had to put in the logo, you know, like, it's all I do. Absolutely. And I loved a post you did a while back where you had the turtle Lulu and Kuma mm-hmm. the bear. And um, <laughs> I I don't know. I really love how you integrate animals into your artwork. Mm-hmm. Like why, Thank why you. animals? Yeah. How does, how, why do you land on animals so often? Um, I, I think there's a few uh, reasons. I think it works and why I do it. Um, you know, I think animals, it's, it's very non-political. It's very non, you know, there's the representation issue where, you know, you don't want to um, essentially be biased towards one thing or the other. And I think animals just in general, we can all get behind. Um, it's something that's very uh, universal for everyone where, um, you know, we can see ourselves through whatever characters. And I think that's why Pixar works. And that's why, you know, making a car have human qualities, you know, anyone can identify with that. And so I think that's one reason. Um, also, you know, th- there's the environmental side of it where 
we want to protect these animals. You know, I, I did a line a while back of, um, it was, a, it was called the protect me series where I did like a, um, sea turtle. I did a leopard and mountain gorilla. And, um, you know, I think if anything, it's very, um, it's very good to be able to come together for something that we as humans can kind of agree on. And that's, you know, to take care of the planet and take care of not just us, but, you know, our neighbors and, and, you know, the animals that kind of live here with us. So, um, that, that's kind of where the inspiration come from. You know, it's, I think animals are more interesting to draw and, you know, humans are, um, you know, everyone knows what a human looks like and it's kind of cool to maybe draw an animal that someone hasn't seen before or, um, whatever that is. And, um, yeah, it's really fun for me and being able to create these characters. Um, it, it's, it's a representation of who I am because, you know, growing up and being a designer, I'm like, you know, I'd love to work for Pixar and I, but I'd love to work for this sports team and do graphics, but I'd love to make apparel. And this is kind of an opportunity for me to, you know, take from all of those and create characters that we can get behind that have a story, um, put them on apparel, you know, and then we can work out in them or whatever that is. So it's kind of a, a great um, kind of mix of all of those. It is. And I like how you have Kuma doing all these different things like scuba Kuma and he's rock climbing <laughs> and, and just kind of like exploring the world in a way that an animal wouldn't with human gear. Yeah. Which I think, you know, that gives the opportunity to kind of do this crossover where it's like, you're not going to see this <laughs> in person. So I want to give you that experience of like, this is what it would look like if, you know, this character were to be real and were to do things. So it's so cool. It's really fun. Thank you. How, how did you get so good at design? I think your work is super special and <laughs> uh, so, so good with color. So yeah. Where'd this come from? Um, I, I would attribute a couple qualities that I have that I think led me to where I am. Um, one of them being just kind of my competitive nature of, you know, not just being better than people, but like, you know, improving and being better than myself. And, um, you know, I, I was a big sports guy and, and I wanted to be the last one on the field, you know, you know, doing extra. And I think with design that kind of, you know, bled over where it's like, I know people kind of just draw and, and it can be for fun and it can also, and, and that's totally okay. Um, but in my head and, and kind of how I'm wired, it's like, I want to be the best at what I'm doing and I'm going to put the time in, I'm going to put that effort in. So if you look back, you know, three years, I'm, I'm posting stuff every day. Um, I'm making stuff every day and, and that's just not, um, you know, because I want to be better, but I also enjoy the process of it. And I think when you combine both of those, um, you know, you really find this, this path. And for me with, you know, self-reflecting and, and kind of what I mentioned with like, I want to include these cute animals and, and, you know, the love for the outdoors and, you know, this kind of stuff through just learning about myself and, and what makes me, me, uh, I think, that on top of the hard work, on top of, you know, 
being open to criticism and um, inspiration, I think is kind of what led me to, um, you know, where I'm at, but, you know, and I'm not sure when you guys, you know, found my page or whatever, but, you know, it wasn't until maybe four months ago where I, you know, was getting more eyes on my stuff and, and, you know, my work ethic has, you know, improved a little more, but, um, you know, the whole thing for three years has just been, you know, I just love this and I love making stuff. And, um, right through time, you find your style and you find what works in your head and, and what people enjoy. So that's kind of what happens. Yeah, that's how I ended up starting an agency. Um, I have a design degree and I just loved making things and worked really, really hard and then just started hiring people to help. Um, and that's yeah, amazing. Yeah. But I, I know what you mean on just like loving that process and loving the act of making things. Mm-hmm. It just feels good. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Where do you think your desire for self-reflection comes from? Because you, like you're, you're pretty young, right? You. I'm 22. Yeah. Yeah. You just graduated. Um, that's how old I was when I started my company too. And. Uh, hey, nice. Yeah. So where, like, where do you, like, where do you think that comes from? Kind of this like wisdom that, that you have. <laughs> um, that, that's a, that's a very good question. Um, you know, I think part of it is just how I'm wired, where I'm constantly just like, who am I? You know, what do I represent? And I think through that, I've had this kind of uh, almost like a compass where it's like, am I straying too far from who I am? Am I straying too far in this part of my life or whatever? And I think, you know, I, I, in a way I was born with that kind of mentality. Um, I, I think my faith trickles into that as well as like, you know, I want to be a good guy. I, I want to, you know, love myself and love others. And so what does that mean? It means, you know, I know who I am. And because, you know, the more confident I am in whom, who I am, um, I can let other people see that in me and, and, you know, hopefully get something out of it. And it's been cool to be able to show that through design, you know, not necessarily if it's like a, a speech or, you know, talking to people, whatever, like they'll see my work and um, hopefully feel some, you know, some sort of, you know, oh, this is really cool. This is what. I'm about to and, you know, stuff like that. So uh, I would say it is just a combination of how I was wired, being around good people that remind me who I am if I do stray. Um, and, you know, just like trying to figure out life. I think when you focus on the important things, um, that's that's kind of what happens is you find yourself through that process. So mm, this is a fun conversation. <laughs> I I'm really curious how you've seen your work change and evolve as an artist as you've changed and evolved as a man. Yeah, so I think everyone and, and you probably know this too, you know, you can see this in newer designers and when people start out, but it's, you know, I'm going to look at what I think's cool and I'm going to do that. You know, it's it's almost just like replicating what I think is cool and it kind of ties in with the self-reflection of like why do you think it's cool? And once you know why, you know, you know more about yourself and you know, you know, 
your own footprint that you can do on the design world, essentially. Um, so I, I think that's part of it is just, um, you know, really knowing yourself, but also understanding why you like certain things, why you design certain things. Um, but through time, I think when I first started, I was, you know, doing the, I was just copying people. I was copying Patagonia style and copying, you know, North Face and the brands that I initially was inspired by. And I think you can only do that for so long, <laughs> you know, until <laughs> it's like, okay, like, seriously, I'm, I'm just copying whatever. Um, and I think it really comes with once you, you know, I'm with my iPad, my Apple pencil every day. And there comes a point where you're like, I, this is me, you know, this is what I'm doing every day. Like, what am I drawing? What and why? And um, over time, when you're with this iPad for so long, it, it evolves, you know, because you got to come up with something new every day. Um, and I think through the process, kind of how I mentioned putting Japanese in my designs and um, it wasn't until recently where I started doing these cute characters and, you know, characters people can get behind. Um, once you kind of, it's almost like building a wall where you have these foundational bricks where it's like, okay, I'm learning the, the software, I'm learning the program, I'm learning, you know, how to draw and do it efficiently. Once you have, you know, this foundation, it allows you to explore and, um, oh, now I want to include this in my work and this in my work. And, um, you know, I've, I've done like NFL logos for this concept I called uh, Nature Week. And, you know, I've, I've tried designs for Adidas and Supreme and, and, you know, combining things that people probably haven't seen before. And that only comes uh, through having that foundation, like I said, and just putting the time in. So every day you can come up with something new. Um, so I think through that, and if you scroll through my Instagram or whatever, like you'll see there's a difference in, you know, the tone of what I'm making and, and how I'm showing it off and stuff like mm -hmm. that. So I would say that's kind of what makes it happen. Yeah, it's super playful too. Um, <laughs> Thank you. Super playful stuff. Like I, the... You're, yeah, you're naturizing. Is that what you said? Naturizing NFL teams? Uh, yeah, so I made nature logos for each team um, in my style, essentially. They're hilarious. Um, <laughs> they're, they're really playful. I like what you did for the Packers with the cheese thank you, thank and the you. waterfall. Yeah, it's super funny. Um, yeah, but I I mean I I see this like curiosity and and sense of play through most of your work and um it feels very like approachable and attainable. Hmm. Yeah, that's interesting. I mean, that that's very insightful because for me like that those are kind of words I would use to kind of describe myself, you know, I'm I'm pretty laid back, very chill, like you know, life is funny and I and I want to make it, you know, fun and cute and whatever, but um there's also a level of like grit and like competitiveness and, and, you know, doing that, which I think, you know, trying to kind of balance what those look like because they're not, you know, directly um, similar things that you can include. So um, yeah, that's kind of the goal. Hmm. What's your goal for Kuma wave? What's your hope for this brand? Yeah. So <laughs> I've actually been asked this a lot and I just yeah. don't, have an answer um 
it's, I, and I would say I'm pretty goal oriented, but my goal is more just to like be happy <laughs> through wow. whatever process I'm doing. And, you know, I could give you sales numbers, like I want to sell this much and this much, but um, one, one of the things, the best advice I've gotten is just to be patient and you can't set this number for goals and, you know, for numbers and stuff like that, because I think that's when you kind of lose the point. And, and I may be just speaking from a designer's head's perspective, um, if you're a marketer or, you know, whatever, but, um, you know, the goal is for me to essentially build this to a spot where I can just keep doing what I love and essentially giving me the voice um, to talk to people and, and, you know, see where they're at and hopefully give advice and um, share the love of art and design, but also the outdoors and sports and um, whatever you want to come to me and talk about. Uh, I think that that's really special to me because, you know, there's this thing where it's like, Oh, everyone wants to be famous, but then some people don't like, mm -hmm. I, what's nice for me is like, I'm hiding behind work. I'm hiding behind a brand. And so it's not about me, um, but people can see what that is and see my face and, you know, people reach out to me and stuff, which is kind of the sweet spot, I think for me. Um, so essentially, you know, with the brand, it's, it's allowing me to hopefully expand and grow and, you know, get more products out there, but also letting me interact with more people. So. Mm. That's cool. You have like the, kind of solo time to work on your art and then you're also really interested in interacting with people yeah i mean you, you know you hit a point where you can only draw in your room alone for so long <laughs> and you know <laughs> yeah. there, there's a spot where i love community and i love you know that whole thing with people and being able to include that with sharing stuff with my work has has been really cool what kind of community are you finding through your artwork and through like your online presence? Mm -hmm. So I've, you know, I've made like good friends, which is strange to say over Instagram, but you know, I've, I've had photographers reach out to me and I've, I've known them for a couple of years now, which has been cool. Uh, one of them, Jose Romero, he's, um, he used to be a photographer for a, a bunch of outdoor brands in California and, He's actually going to help us um, with some photo stuff with the brand. Um, but, you know, like having people reach out and say, hey, like I'm a photographer or, you know, I'm this or a musician or whatever. And um, reaching out to me and being able to, you know, jam on things creatively, which has been really cool. Um, but on the flip side, so I'm actually doing. Um, sorry, excuse me. I'm doing um, free online Zoom drawing classes where anyone who wants to draw can join and we do it for about you know 30 minutes every week and it's been really awesome like that that's one of the most rewarding things out of what i do i think on social is you know people will message me and say that was so awesome like i've had you know a lot of people reach out and say you inspired me to buy an ipad and i'm like dang like i should be sponsored by apple like you know <laughs> they should be giving me these free you know but you know, I've had people reach out and say, you've literally changed my life. And I'm like, what? Like, I, <laughs> I wasn't doing anything other than, you know, just talking to you. But um, 
you know, it, it's really cool to have that. It's really cool to have a positive influence on someone's life just through, you know, my social media presence. Cause I've, I've never met them in my life, but through, you know, like we talked about the positive emotions and feelings you get from my work and uh, being able to interact with me and, and, you know, talk to me, I think it's really, really rewarding. Yeah. Are you, are you into TikTok? All about TikTok? Absolutely. Yeah. It's <laughs> um, fun, huh? I love TikTok. That, that is what I think, I hate using the word blew me up because that's not true. Um, but since I got a TikTok, it was about three and a half months ago, uh, my social media, my Instagram went from like 2,500 followers to now I'm a little over 9,000. And I, you know, you, you see a lot of people who have never, who never would have heard of me or seen my work, you know, finding me and uh, following my Instagram. So it's been really awesome. And in other ways too, with TikTok, it's made me comfortable showing my face. Before TikTok, I never showed my face or talked on Instagram or, you know, did any lives, anything like that. And it forced me, you know, like riding a bike to suck it up at first. And then now I'm extremely comfortable with it. You know, it's easy, it's very easy money for me now just to hop on and, and talk to people. Um, but, you know, those are kind of the positive influences from having such a unique and low-key energetic app like TikTok to to bring people together. Yeah. TikTok's outrageous. I think it's so much fun. It's just so I, experiential and I, yeah, it's fun. I'm with you. Yeah. And I've experimented a lot with my design stuff on there too. It's you're allowed to more than you are on Instagram and other apps, I think. I think so too. Like Instagram, you spend years beautifully curating your feed and TikTok is just like, mm -hmm. welcome to the ride. Here we go. Buckle yeah, up. Yep. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And people don't care, you know, like you're not going to go on there and be like, oh, his feed sucks. And, you know, mm -hmm. not follow him. Like you get one amazing piece of content that's on your for you page or whatever. And you're like, I'm following him. Like, you know, mm -hmm. he, he or she earned my vote. And um, I think that's really cool. It's not about necessarily aesthetic, but, you know, rewarding people for having, you know, even just one piece of good content. So. Yeah, it's super cool. Um, what have I not asked you that you would like to share with our audience? You know, I think, and, and I've, I'm still learning, you know, but I think there's such a, a heavy um, power on like, oh, this person is an influencer or this person has a better voice because of, you know, following and, and stuff like that. And, you know, the, the whole battle with between numbers and, and all these things, I think, have made people less happy. Um, I think it can make you happy if you have a lot, but that's not substantial. I can say for myself, um, you know, I'll get, so before TikTok got me a lot of followers, I was getting maybe, you know, 150 to 200 likes on a post. And I was just super freaking happy when I got like 250 likes, you know, I'd be like, dang, like, I'm the man. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but 
now on TikTok with with that, you know, I'm averaging maybe like 800 to 900 likes on a post on Instagram. And then now I calibrate because I'm like, well, frick, if I'm under 800, then I suck. <laughs> and, mm. you know, I think that's just kind of how my brain works. And it's it's the wrong thing to focus on, right? Because then it's literally, I'm going to put this coin in the slot machine and hopefully I get a good number. And that has nothing to do with design and, and you know, the love for it. And whether it's design or you know, any other creative field or whatever your passion is, the goal is to, to be happy, you know? So what makes you happy? Is it, you know, posting this type of content, even though you don't think they'll like it or whatever. I think when you get in to the battle of likes, all you're consumed about is the opinions of other people. And I think when you're focused on that, you lose the simple joy of doing something. So, you know, my advice would be, you know, I've had people look at me and say, you know, oh, I can't believe you responded or I can't believe, you know, like you're so whatever. And it's like, no, I, I'm just a normal guy. Like, you know, please, please don't think I'm better than you or um, that you don't deserve my response just because of a following count. Um you know, my goal is always just to respond to everyone. And um, I would I would say that's what it is. Like happiness is little, literally in your head. You, you can't let other people make you feel a certain way or define what happiness means um, based on comparison. But, you know, the brain is a powerful thing in it. You can choose for yourself whether you're you're content and happy or not. And you can also choose the opposite. And, you know, I've been on the receiving end of both of those. So, you know, my advice would just be like, just, just work, like focus on what makes you happy and what makes you, you, and, you know, things will fall into place. So. Some wise words from a wise dude. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Cool. Well, thank you for being here today. Um, we're going to put links to everything in the show notes. Um, where can people follow you? Where, where do you want us to send everyone? Uh, so my Instagram is ajwiley.design, but we just uh, started our Kuma Wave Instagram, which is at Kuma Wave brand. And then yeah, TikTok is at ajwileydesign. So I'd say those are the the three follows I'll steal from everyone. Perfect. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for being here and your time and all your energy. Um, this was a fun one for me. Yeah, no problem. You, you ask excellent questions. So, um, this is, this is definitely one of my favorites. So thank you. Thank you so much for being here, AJ. And thank you to all our listeners for joining us. If you haven't already, please leave us a review in iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcasts. That really helps us grow the show and get out to more people. If you have an idea for who we should have on the show next, please hit us up on Instagram at Wheelie Creative and let us know who you'd like to hear on Outside by Design. 
And if you're looking for podcast transcripts, links, and older episodes, you can find them at wheeliecreative.com slash podcast. That's wheelie with a W, like bike doing wheelie. I'm Iris, and thank you so much for listening. Thanks for being here.